This is your multifamily foundation. Your blueprint to maximize your multifamily business. From finding deals to raising capital to underwriting a deal, this show gives you the formula to take action now. From entrepreneurship to lifestyle to building yourself so you're ready to take down that next deal, no matter if you're just starting out or have years of experience. Now, let's start building our multifamily foundation together. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Multifamily Foundation podcast. It is Monday, and I am so super excited because it is Mothers of Multifamily, and I have Annie Dickerson on, and Annie is, she's like one of my heroes. I've known her since she started and just got into this business. So, Annie, thank you for coming on. Of course, of course. I'm, I'm a lot of people's heroes, honestly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you are. You are. And let me, tell, let me tell you guys why. Annie is a real estate, invest, real estate investing expert with over a decade of real estate investing experience. She and her business partner, Julie Lamb, are co-founders and managing partners of Good Egg Investments, a company that helps people invest passively in real estate syndications. Together, they have helped hundreds of investors across the country to invest in commercial real estate assets, totally, totaling over, wait for it, $700 million. Annie and Julie are the authors of the book, Investing for Good, book you need to pick up. Investing for Good, the surprising strategy for building wealth while also making an impact. Co-host of the upcoming podcast, Investing for Good, launching in early 2020. Look out for that and creators of the Real Estate Accelerator, a top-rated online course designated to help people learn how to raise private capital for real estate investments. Wow, Annie, this is, this is amazing, amazing. Thank We've you. been busy, that's for sure. <laughs> so, so my question, and I didn't even get it into your family, so please introduce your family first before you get into this question, but how do you balance everything that I just talked about and go through the steps of motherhood and being a mother and being a woman and being an entrepreneur and, and, and Annie, how do you do it? I know. And I'm so glad that you were asking all these women this question because for so long it has baffled me as well. Seeing all these women out there doing extraordinary things and also balancing family life. It's just incredible. So I'll tell you um, about my life and the balance that I've, I'm still working on. I won't say that I've achieved, um, but I have two little boys. They are, um, the older one's almost seven and the younger one is three and a half. They certainly keep us very busy and uh, we love to travel. We just got back from a week long road trip down to Joshua Tree National Park in Southern wow. California. Um, travel up to the Pacific Northwest and next year we'll be going to Japan and China so we do a lot of things um, and you know the whole work-life balance thing I used to work at LinkedIn and the CEO Jeff Weiner used to say it's not about achieving balance it's about achieving harmony and so his thing was always about achieving work-life harmony it's not about getting it perfect, exactly, you know, 50-50 work and 50-50 life. It's about 
figuring out what works for you. And so for us, and this is a lesson it's taken me a long time to learn, um, is that you have to prioritize. And priori prioritizing is like the, the first step, right? Like you gotta get it right in your mind, like what's the order of operations? But then to operationalize that, um, one thing that I've found to really help me is to schedule everything. I put everything into my calendar, even like looking forward to the next year, we're blocking out dates for Julie and me to have our meetings together. We're blocking out times for conferences that we're going to go to, times for my husband and I to go on our, our little retreats, times for our family to go on travel. And it's just prioritizing that first and foremost and blocking that time off on the calendar. Oh, a new thing that I'm doing is Yay. every first Friday of the month for the year, I'm going to be taking a day off of work as a think day. And so I got inspired to do this by Bill Gates, who does a think week. He does a whole week. With a bunch of books, and he just reads and he thinks. And I thought to myself, holy cow, if Bill Gates can take a week off to read books, I think I could take a day off per month. Um, so I'm going to try that. Um, but it all comes back to prioritizing and then scheduling into the calendar so that it actually happens. That is amazing advice. So it's all about prioritizing and time blocking in your life. So how do you wrap that around your family? How does that affect your family on a regular basis? Yeah, so everything with our family also is scheduled in. And so, you know, all my, I don't, I used to make to-do lists and I used to have post-its all over my desk. And I realized that it was just creating all this stress in my life because I never had, I never seemed to cross anything off my do list. I just kept adding and adding and adding. Um, and I realized once I scheduled things in, these simple things like, you know, clean up the, the kids room and schedule that in or cook dinner, schedule that in or, you know, bigger things like meetings or um, doing podcasts or writing blog posts. I'd schedule all of that in so I can see on a day to day basis what my day looks like. And so I can visually see, is my day lining up with those priorities that I had set out for myself? And if not, then I can visually see it and I can rebalance it so that I can say, okay, you know what? I'm spending a little bit too much time on work and I'm missing out on my, my, you know, my son's performance at school or something else. And then I can rejigger the, the calendar so that I with those days. Oh my goodness. Again, so much information here, ladies and gentlemen, because I know there's gentlemen out there listening. This is not only for moms, but moms, I hope you're taking this all in. And I know, I know there are some naysayers out there because I do the same thing as Annie. And I was a naysayer at once. I was the one that was like, I'm, I'm free flowing. I want to make sure I'm open and free for my kids. But as Annie has figured it out, once you have everything time blocked and your schedule, like, 
for me, I don't know if this sounds like your schedule, but for me, I have, I have me time from like five to six. If I get up earlier, I get more time. If I don't get up earlier, I get less time. <laughs> then from six to 8.30 is kiddo time because drop off is at 8.30. And then I have me time again, which is my exercise time. And then 10 to three is my work time. Nothing else. I don't think about, I don't think about, about my, my, my kids. I don't think, cause I don't think about like, I think, and maybe you can clue into this. I think a lot of times, a lot of moms will suffer from guilt. Oh, I'm working. I should be, I should be playing with my children. I sh they should be home. They, I should be taking care of them. I'm paying somebody else to take care of them, especially when you're working for yourself, you're in real estate, you have more quote time, which you really don't. So how do you deal with that guilt if you have any? Mm, oh, what mother does not have guilt, right? It just comes <laughs> with the territory. <laughs> just, oh man, you know, um, I can't say that I figured it out because I do still <laughs> suffer from the mom guilt. Um, but I will say, when I am working and I'm scheduled to work, I don't feel guilty because I know I've scheduled that time in because I've already planned in advance. I know that's part of my priorities. I know that being a mom is important, but I also know that I want time for me and my passions. And one of my passions is to build this real estate business. And so when I am scheduled to work and I work, then I don't feel guilty. But it's those surprise times, right? Like when you're with your kids and your mind is still like off in work land or when you have to pick your kids up early from, from school because school has been canceled or they're sick or some other thing like that. Then you're like, oh my gosh, I should be working. So it's those unscheduled times that I find the guilt creeps in a little bit more. But again, when it comes, when I've already scheduled it in, then I'm just like in the zone, just like you are. And I find that actually having that time limits because you know, I can't work forever. I have family obligations. It's actually a better thing for my business because I have to prioritize. I can't do everything. So I have to sit down and say, okay, I only have these five hours, these six hours. Yes. What can I do in these five hours to move the needle forward? And I find that that just gives you such laser focus. Yes. And I think that's actually an advantage to being a mom, to having a busy life versus having all this time, because then you just do, you try to do everything or you just find some way to fill that time. But having that limit actually, I think, works to our advantage. I think you found the cure right then and there. <laughs> you found laser focus. That's the cure to mom guilt. If you are, if you schedule yourself out and you're laser focused in what you're doing. So if you're focused on work, you know, you know, and I and know I that that work is going to take you and your family to the next step, to the next step where you can spend more time with them. That's why you got into real estate. Not to like spend an hour being like, oh no, I should be with my kids. No. You should be working. And when your kids are around, yes, you should be with your kids. So I think, I think you found it. Everybody, 
Annie Dickerson has found the cure to mom guilt. It's focus. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. So before I let you go, Annie, if you had one tidbit of advice, you know, throughout the years that you have been investing, what's one tidbit of advice you would give to new moms, moms that have been doing this for a while, moms that have that guilt? What one actionable step, one key point of advice would you give them? The one piece of advice I would say is do not be afraid of failure. In fact, the key is to fail fast and fail faster if you can, because every time you fail, you get feedback and then you can get better for next time. I mean, think about like nobody goes to school to major in real estate investing, right? You don't pay tuition to get a major in real estate investing. But you, people are used to this concept of, oh, I, I went to school and I majored in psychology or I majored in business and I paid $40,000 a year to get that degree, right? But then they think about real estate investing and they're like, oh, well, I should be able to automatically do it without paying any tuition <laughs> and I just get all of the passive income and it just works like magic. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Some to get lucky, but every real estate investor I've talked to, even if they they knock the first investment out of the park, there's always a subsequent deal that didn't go according to plan. And so if you're going to get into real estate investing, you can't be afraid of failure. You have to embrace failure because those are where the lessons will be learned. And speaking of family, you know, those lessons, even when I lose money, those lessons are the most valuable ones, not just for me, but for my family. We teach our kids about those lessons. We get them involved in our investing with us. And we show them early on, you know, what it means to be an investor, what it means to assess risk. And I think those lessons, those failures, those, that feedback is what's going to set our family up and our kids up for success. Failure, failure, feedback, and family. I love alliterations. I'm going to use that one day. There we go. I like that. <laughs> so Annie, where can my mothers find you and get a hold of you and learn more about what you do? Ah, oh, absolutely. So the best place to learn about us is at our website, goodegginvestments.com. And I love, love, love talking to moms in real estate. So if anybody wants to reach out to me directly, I'm at Annie at goodegginvestments.com. So Annie at goodegginvestments.com. You heard it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Annie. In, in fact, reach out to me. Take the first step. And by all means, if you are feeling the mom guilt and you are in this industry and you haven't practiced time blocking, look that up. I challenge you. This is a challenge from Peely and Annie to you. I challenge you to look at your calendar and time block. Just try it. And I promise you it'll make a world of difference. So thank you again, Annie. And thank you to everyone that is listening. I am so very grateful. Bye now. Bye. Thank you so much, Peely.